Hello, and welcome back to another episode of The Confidence Creators. You guys, I am so excited for you to listen to this episode because I had an incredible chat with Nia Lee, who is the owner and CEO of the Socially Media Agency and just overall video expert. Nia is such an incredible force when it comes to video marketing, and if you don't already know who she is, then pause this episode and check out her Instagram. When you watch her videos, it immediately feels like you've known her your entire life and you guys are just a couple of pals just catching up, which is exactly the impact you want videos to have on your audience. So in this episode, we're diving in deep into Nia's video strategies and her tips for coming across authentically and as your true self in video. As I said before, Nia is the video expert and she does it so flawlessly. And so I'm just so excited for you to hear all of the value that she had to share. So buckle up and get ready because she is dropping all the hot secrets in today's episode. Hello there, my name is Shania and my mission is to empower side hustlers to leverage the power of video so they can attract clients and build a super profitable business. Every week, we'll talk about building your confidence, incorporating video marketing into your business, and overall business strategy tips to help you in every single area of your entrepreneurial journey. Growing up, I never really wanted an office job. I just didn't like the idea of being told what to do, having to put my creativity in a box, or contributing to a large corporation's wealth instead of making money for myself. I started making quirky YouTube videos that were just meant to be a fun hobby, but after a couple of years, I attracted over 120,000 views and a loyal following. As I moved within the corporate world from marketing job to marketing job, I discovered just how powerful video marketing is to any business. I dove headfirst into starting a side hustle because I saw that a lot of entrepreneurs and coaches were scared or uncomfortable being in front of the camera, and as a result, they had hit a wall in their business and weren't connecting or engaging with their audience properly. So if you're an ambitious side hustler who's ready to blow up their business and create a profitable business using video, Sit back and tune into this episode of The Confidence Creators. Ready? Let's go. I'm so excited that you're here and so excited to see or to hear what it is you have to say. I've been following you for a couple of months now, actually. And Mm -hmm. yeah, I just love your videos and you're so upbeat and like creative with how you do them that I think that this is going to be such a great conversation for my audience to hear. Yeah, no, I'm excited. All right, so let's jump into it. Just introduce yourself, uh, tell me what it is you do and kind of who you help. Yes, so my name is Neely. I am a video content strategist. I am the owner, founder, CEO of Social Media Agency, which is a social media marketing agency that assists women-owned businesses with creating on-brand and unique content creation for their business. And for me, I am all about really, you know, letting creativity kind of speak and making sure that anybody who's in the world of business, who needs assistance with branding, who needs assistance with social media, really feel confident about how they are showing up online. Because as we know, this is where people are meeting you sometimes for the first time. Like there's tons of people who I've been able to connect with on this platform, yourself included, who I've only met through social media. And this is where a lot of people are really meeting you. So I really want to help women, particularly, especially those of small businesses and even bigger businesses as well too, but really make sure that they're showing up um, and putting their best foot forward and I do that through video I do that through content strategy I do that through as well video consulting um, and also through my membership as well which is honestly the best hub if you're looking for just genuine community and of course if you're looking to level up on video 
Amazing. So what was your journey into entrepreneurship like? I know you kind of have a PR and marketing background. Um, so how did that your past background and like your past work experience get you to where you are today? Yeah, so I honestly wasn't ever going to do the entrepreneurship thing. Like I remember like years ago when like when people spoke about like entrepreneurship or owning your own business, it was very like hustle, 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 go, go, go. And I'm like, mm, I don't think that's ever anything that I want to get into because I never look at myself as like a hustler kind of person. I'm just somebody who honestly, if I genuinely love something, then I can talk about it. Then I can, you know, be myself as much as possible. So never thought I was going to get into entrepreneurship but flashback for or flash forward flashback um, when I was in university um, I was in a course this third year somebody was making a presentation about PR and I knew like instantly then I was not going to work into the world in public relations at least traditionally and so a year after I graduated I interned at a PR agency where I really got my feet wet in the world of like social media management and creating graphics and whatnot and again I've always been a creative person I've always liked photography I've always liked video I came out a YouTube channel for a little bit and it really was just something that I always wanted to do and so when I started socially media so at the time it was socially media now social media agency my Instagram um, I just came on video I just wanted to talk I knew things about the world of course in the Gen Z world you're just wanting to talk wanting to let people know about what you know and since then and that happened actually last year September so this month is kind of like my anniversary month a little bit not gonna make a big deal about it because for me I just this is all a journey and we're just like slowly but surely getting there but I did it so much that so many people just referred to me as like the girl to go to for video or if you're trying to get into the world of video check out her things and again I wasn't ever like making my content very like video focused I just knew that I wanted to like help people and I wanted to come on video and I can confidently talk about what I knew or the services that I was able to provide so from there I've just been able to you know this term this being a side gig when I actually had a full-time job after I left the internship to the point of now it's my full full-time gig and so it's kind of crazy it's kind of weird never thought I would be a business owner never thought I'd have a team or anything like that but here we are 2020 the year of things happening where you don't think it's really gonna happen but hey here we are yeah I feel like a lot of people kind of enter the entrepreneur space without thinking that they're going to become a business owner but they just kind of find a gap that like their skills fill Exactly. And I think um, I had a friend of mine as well, too, um, who said, if you're a creative, you're pretty much like an entrepreneur and you don't even realize it because you're just doing all these things. You're making videos, you're doing art, you're caught, you're writing copy, you're doing all these things. But then you realize slowly but surely that you are an entrepreneur, you are building a portfolio, you are showing out to the point where someone can just come onto your page and just want your services. And it's kind of crazy because you never expect that to happen. But I remember when I had like 69 followers, I had somebody actually reach out to me wanting to give me my first opportunity. And from there, I knew I was like, wow, this is like, super dope. Didn't really have a lot of things going for myself in the sense of like, I didn't have this huge pay like it's not what my page is now essentially but I really think that was the opportunity for me to think oh yeah I can I can actually do this and I can actually do it on the side um, but I still have my job I still had that until um, I made the shift um, in August of this year actually so oh yeah. very exciting yeah 
Yeah, it was actually the the pandemic really like I know everybody's kind of up in the air with it. Some people hasn't been the best. For some people it has been. Um, I've been really fortunate that it's been really like I honestly think without this, like I wouldn't. I would still be at my job, and there's nothing wrong with that because I actually really liked my job at the time because I was doing social media management. But I was building so many connections with people just before the pandemic hit, and then as soon as like March, April came, all these people like had the time and the energy and the money to like invest in social media. So I was kind of their first point of contact because we had already been conversing and having these um, conversations and whatnot in the DM. So it was just like a no brainer. So I was like, connections, relationships, they really matter. Yeah, exactly. Um, So I did a little bit of a deep dive on you and a little bit of an internet stalking. And I actually- What did you find? (laughs) I found the good stuff. I found your YouTube channel. Oh no. No, it's okay. It's okay. We've all been there. I also had a YouTube channel from when I was younger, so- I got I gotta unlist those videos, man. But it's just like it's humble beginnings, you know what I mean? Yeah, like exactly. it's humble beginnings. Yeah. As you mentioned, you're a very creative person and like you had this YouTube channel. Why did you kind of decide to venture more into the marketing side instead of I guess going down like the more video and like creative or like screenwriting, directing, whatever, like the more artsy side of it? Yeah. Um well when I so when I started that YouTube channel, I'm pretty sure I was like in maybe grade seven or eight, something like that. And it was around the time that like people like Tyler Oakley was like becoming like super big. And I remember like everybody was trying to tap into YouTube, everybody was trying to do it. So honestly, that's one of the reasons why I started the channel in the first place, um, and gave my commentary and whatnot because I'm opinionated. I'm you know so on and so forth. I want to share my opinion, have fun with it. Um, but I wanted to be on TV, like I wanted to be a broadcaster, like what you see on like CP24 or on like ET Canada or something like, like I wanted to do that. And I was so obsessed with those shows when I was younger. Um, but then my aunt at the time when I told her I wanted to go to school for that, she was kind of like, mm, doesn't really seem like the most stable career for you. Maybe you should do something else. And I remember looking for universities at the time and found, finding the, the University of Guelph Humber, which they they had a media studies program and they offered like journalism and communicate and PR at the time and digital arts and like photography, I think, or something in relation to that. And so I was like, mm, well, you know, if I can get into this, maybe, maybe there's a way that I can find my way, you know, into journalism somehow. But I went the PR route because I knew I could always kind of be good at communications. Communications was something that I had heard of, but obviously didn't know like the ins and outs of it. But again, it was just more me wanting a little bit of that safety net a little bit. But I'm glad that I did it because when I was in school, we spoke like they taught more traditional PR. But on the other side of that, they also talked about the importance of like building relationships and being able to like connect with people and I remember that always being something that everybody used to say it's like it's who you know it's who you know and who you know and like as somebody in university I'm like oh my god I'm tired of hearing this I'm tired of hearing about the it's who you know but it really honestly is who you know because I've had opportunities from people who just knew me knew what I did and are like hey I know you're really great at this I think you'd be really great at that or hey I know you're doing that I have somebody who's looking for you. So it's just one of those things where, and again, it's not in a very kind of schmoozy kind of way. Like I'm not a schmoozer. I really like to actually like connect with people and like talk and it doesn't always have to be about business. It can be about other aspects. So for me, it's about really like genuinely getting to know people um, and then kind of going that route. But I didn't go the more artsy kind of way because I just knew like I wanted something a little bit more like quote unquote professional just in case if I ever wanted to like work in that agency setting or like work in a company and whatnot and the more I learned about PR the more I just realized I liked it a lot more I liked the communication and the writing and all the other multifaceted to it 
Yeah, I think that what you learned in your university about like connections and building those relationships also really transfers to any career, not if you just want to go into like the media industry. I think that with your business, like building those relationships is really important and you do such a good job of building those relationships on video. Mm-hmm. Why did you decide to use video so prominently in your marketing strategy? Yeah, you know, I honestly don't even think it was like something I was conscious of. I was just like, let me just post these videos because I got my phone. I can confidently talk on camera. I've got the ring light. I've got all the things already. So let me just kind of show up and see how people respond to it. And I wasn't really focused so much on like getting all the views all the time. I just wanted to be consistent in what I was doing. And so through being consistent, through showing up, through always wanting to like try out different editing styles and, you know, adding in different ways to make it more on brand as much as possible. I was like, well, you know, let's just keep going with this. And it was very much a nod to like my YouTube days because like I was very comfortable with always showing up on YouTube and talking and whatnot. So I was like, let me just get back into that world again. And so... I think uh, through doing that, a lot of people just love to see it. And a lot of people just really like to see me in that way. And so I really get when people meet me for the first time, they're like, you're exactly who you are, like on video as you are in person. I'm like, yeah, what else am I supposed to be? You know what I mean? Like, I'm just, this is who I am. This is how I talk. I'm very expressive. I'm loud. I'm, I can, I get really passionate about things. So again, not really something conscious, but as soon as I knew that a lot of people were into it and a lot of people like really started loving it. And it's when I started getting the feedback from people where I realized, Ooh, there's like something to this you know and again not coming from a place of wanting it to all be strategy 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 all the time but just like being myself and being genuine and letting people know that like I wanted to create these videos for you like these videos are for you so I want you to have a better understanding I feel like I can say it a lot more um, honestly and more relatable if I'm on video and so I've been really lucky that I've been able to you know film and have the capacity to do it at the time um, and I really want to get back into it because it's honestly I love to do it I love to be on camera I love to talk I love to be conversational use my hands all the things because this is like how ha- this is what I love to do like I honestly don't even know what else like it's just like when I get opportunities to do these kind of things as well and talk and have fun and just be myself it's just like If that's the marketing strategy, then cool, I'll keep on doing it, you know? (laughs) Right. How do you manage to come across so authentically in your videos? You know what? Because I just, I'm, what I will say is I don't take myself too seriously. Like, I'm always, like, looking for a way to, like, interject a joke or, like, try to have something fun. And I'm a really... I I love the editing process. So for me, if I do like little random things here and there, or I have a series of bloopers, like I'll edit those bloopers together and just like have fun with it. Because I know at the end of the day, as much as I'm supposed to be here and provide information, and I do, I can do it in a very confident way. But I'm also somebody who just likes to have fun and I like to make people laugh. And I know that it's, it's about that experience, right? People are seeing you for the first time. They're coming onto your page for the first time. And how do you want them to view you? You know what I mean? If I was like buttoned up with the blazer all the time, that's not me. You know what I mean? I'm wearing a Dragon Ball Z t-shirt for heaven's sakes because that's just who I am, you know? And people, tons of people have seen this shirt. You know what I mean? Because that's just kind of who, you know, that's just who I am as a person. And so for me, it honestly just comes down to like, I'm super comfortable in my skin. I'm super comfortable with like the way that I talk, the way that I'm able to convey things to people. I don't try to be anything that I'm not. And I'm very honest about that because I realize social media, if you put out something specific on social media consistently, 
people will just, that's what they know, right? So if I can just be myself consistently and that's just who you know, you know Nia is somebody who likes to make fun of herself and use her hands and like be dramatic and you know, have all those kind of editing features, like those editing things that I love to do as well. Like that's just, that's what you're putting out. And so that's what people will consume. And then slowly but surely they'll start to know, like, and trust you because that's just what video does. It builds that know, like, and trust a lot quicker than just kind of posting out some post or here and there. It's kind of like meeting someone in person, right? You know instantly if you're going to vibe with them or not. And so I always try to just be myself. So within those first five to 10 seconds, you get a gist of who Nia is. And then, you know, you make your decision about you know, who I am after that video or so on and so forth. Yeah, I think you hit on some really important elements. I think that you can't take yourself seriously on video and you have to show up how you are normally because otherwise I feel like people can really tell when you're trying to put on an act or when you're trying to be, like when you're trying to replicate what someone else does that works. Um, and yeah, just showing up and like being your quirky outgoing self is how people are going to be able to form those connections with you and how they're going to really feel like they know you. Mm -hmm. And that's another thing. It's that you also have to know like people when the, people are watching videos, right? They're looking for a level of entertainment. So I'm not saying you have to be over the top and all that if that's not who you are, but find whatever your entertaining, engaging bit is because that's what people are looking for when it comes to video. They're not looking for very linear, kind of boring content, right? They're looking for somebody who feels confident, that sounds confident, that is having fun, that is doing all the things. So again, if you just think about the people that you gravitate towards to in life, in videos and so on, um, you gravitate to people who are exciting. You gravitate to people who you're engaged by. So it's like, I always keep that in the back of my brain. How can I just be myself and sometimes be a little bit extra here and there. But again, this is, I am an, a slightly extra kind of person in real life so again it just comes down to like your ability to know that you're on camera know that like you're talking to nobody essentially so you do have to kind of be a little bit more descriptive and all the things anyway but it's um yeah and also just practice makes perfect as well too right after you do your first video then you do your second your third your fourth and then slowly but surely you'll be a pro mm -hmm. do you have a favorite format of video that you use in your business like are you are you using the reels on instagram or do you kind of gravitate more towards the igtvs you know, I, so I am all about all the different things. Um, reels for me, I remember I, the first reel I ever made was like a parody of it because I was making fun about how I was like, ah, I don't know about reels, but I was using it and I was using all the filters and I was, I was like, this is comedic genius. Like somebody, somebody get comedy central, call me somebody. But, um, and again, it just goes down to it. Don't take myself too seriously. Love making myself laugh. Um, so, but yeah, reels has its, has its thing. I haven't played with it as too much because it's a lot of work compared to like just jumping on live and so on. There's like so many elements to it. Um, but probably one of my favorite video formats is probably Instagram stories just because like I realized that stories is really about where people get like that behind the scene inside scoop. And that's really where I feel like a lot of people like connect with you like I don't know like when you see somebody's story that you love or that you're really into you're most likely going to comment you're going to hit a reply you're going to hit a reaction one of my favorite things to do is like send gifts as replies because a lot of people don't do that so again it's just like and it's just a way to start a conversation right we're all about starting a conversation and building a bigger connection than what we currently see right so if I'm going in your stories or you're seeing my stories and replying and all of that I really take that as something important and I try to again start a genuine conversation with you or you can start a genuine conversation with me as well too so that's probably one of my favorites for like business but then also like the creative side of it as well too 
Yeah, it seems like Instagram has really embedded itself into everybody's lives these days. And like people spend more time scrolling through Instagram stories than they actually spend scrolling through their feed. So even just showing up like on stories is very valuable. And I think exactly. And I think both you and I, both of our platforms are very similar. And we're talking all the time about how video is such an important medium to incorporate these days. So What's kind of your take on it? Like, why do you think that people should include video on their brand or in their marketing? I definitely think people need to include it because if you're just looking for a way to instantly build that no like, and trust, like I'm more likely to buy something from somebody who I've seen, maybe talk about the thing in video, in person, maybe showing different actions versus somebody that talks about something one time or maybe just, you know, throws a couple photo posts out there and there's nothing wrong with throwing out the photo post, but it's in conjunction with the video content because again, it's all these different levels to it, right? Like we should be offering people different levels and different experiences of our business and and who we are as people, right? There's so many elements to Instagram, right? There's video, there's DMs, there's GIFs, there's, there's so many like aspects to it. So why only provide one aspect of it when video is such a easy thing that you can just go ahead and do because 90% of the time you don't need the production that a lot of like people do you know what I mean like especially in commercials and YouTube and all that you don't need all that high-tech stuff you just need really you just need a phone right you need a phone or something that you can record on get yourself in front of some natural light talk be conversational and you'd be surprised how many people are gravitating towards that versus all of the other fancy stuff because a lot of people, you know, regular people, we're not always fancy all the time, you know what I mean? Especially now in the pan- the pandemic, we're all at home. It's like why are you all dressed up? I know you ain't going nowhere. You go you're hopping on Zoom in about maybe 20 minutes. Like why why are all the things, right? So I definitely think it's important for people to incorporate it because people are looking for that human connection as much as possible. People are looking for that validation and seeing another person talk on camera, be confident, be happy. You can see their expressions. You can see what they're wearing. You can see all the moving parts to who they are. I think it's just the best way that you can actually go about building a genuine relationship because like I said earlier, so many people who see my videos and then meet me, they're like, wow, you're exactly who you are. And that builds that trust like immediately because they're like, well, I see you making jokes and I see you wearing the outfits and I see you do that and I see you're wearing it here. It's like this perfect synergy of like, you know, the no like trust factor as well. And so once you start doing it consistently and making sure that you're letting people know kind of who you are, what it is that you sell um, and you're confident in doing so, right? Because that's also another aspect of it is not necessarily like you don't have to be the most confident person in the world, like in the sense of talking about your product like 24 seven, but no, well, I mean, some people might say talk about it 24 seven, but it's all about doing it in a way that feels like it's selling without selling, right? I don't have to tell you every single day to buy my product. I'm just going to show you every day why you need to have my product, right? It's the show versus the specifically telling. And so big part of video as well is about storytelling, right? So your ability to be able to reel somebody in with a really great hook or a really great, you know, opening, and then really take us through and take us through the journey with you. And I think that's also why I gravitate towards stories is because stories is really meant for that. It's meant to kind of take people on a journey with you. And then towards the end, that's when your beautiful call to action comes in. And so if you're already hooking people in with these exciting videos, again, make sure that you do are you, you are adding in a call to action, make sure that you are adding 
adding in something that's a little bit more, um, again, focused on your business if you don't necessarily want every single piece of your video content to be so video focused. Um, but videos have just been like, I want to say maybe in the last like five or 10 years, like has just been the mode of just like a lot of marketing companies and just like influencers as well too. Like influencers and video and YouTube that, that I don't even know if anyone really saw that coming. And the reason why I think it even works is because a lot of these people who, a lot of these influencers, a lot of these creators, like we, myself, have known them when before all the money, before the deals, before all of that. So it's like when we see them going up, we feel like we're so attached to them as people, yet we've never met them. And that's so interesting to me because there's people who I ride for on the internet who I've never met. And I'm just like, how can I feel so attached to this person? And it's because I'm seeing them on video all the time. I'm buying their products because I know them. I feel like I'm trusting them because now we've maybe had a deeper connection. And so as I've said for the maybe the last 10 minutes now, because I could ramble about video a lot, as you can see, there's just so many multifacets to it, but it's really about building that know, like, and trust and doing it on a consistent basis so that people just feel secure at the end of the day and they want to actually buy from you, you know? Yeah, you've totally hit my next question out of the park. Um, it was about like what makes using video like the way to connect with your ideal client and make them like want to work with you. And it's by showing up consistently and it's by using all of the different components of Instagram and like not just focusing just on stories but also focusing on giving like behind the scenes and also providing value through posts or even building those connections in the DMs. Exactly yeah and like knowing like that's the thing your client doesn't know that they are looking for you until you kind of just kind of put it out there you know what I mean like you don't you don't know exactly who is going to be your client as of yet so that's why you always have to be consistent that's why you always have to show up as your best because you never know who's watching you never know who's going to tune in and so putting yourself out there doing it knowing that at any point anything can happen you know you're better off doing it and trying it maybe failing a couple times and then getting better than not doing it at all you know exactly cool okay so kind of switching gears a little bit and focusing more on people who are wanting to get on camera. I think that a lot of people have this fear or this limiting belief that there is kind of an entry barrier for getting on camera. And whether it's just like a deeply rooted limiting belief or it's just camera shyness, where do you think that this idea stems from? I think it stems from a place of perfection, right? I think everybody wants something to be perfect. They want their videos to look like somebody. They wanna have all the high tech things like somebody else and it's just like, you don't know what everybody's journey is. You don't know how many videos they had to film in order to them in order for them to possibly start making money on YouTube. Or you don't know how many times she filmed that one take of that one video you see collecting all those likes and comments and whatnot. So forget about the perfectionism. Stop worrying about how what you think other people are doing as well too, because you don't know, right? We put out what we want people to see. And that's something that again, we say it, but I don't think people really fully understand. The amount of takes I've done of videos, the amount of times I've done videos and I've had to cut things out because I'm like, mm, that doesn't make sense and so on. But like, you, nobody knows that because they just see the final product and we put the final product out there and you're thinking, oh my God, that video is amazing. Oh my God, that reel is so good. Mm -hmm. But you don't necessarily know the back end of what that other person was doing. So 
Don't worry about anybody else's journey, just worry about yours. If you wanna to look to these people as inspiration and say, oh, I like the way she edits her stuff that way, or I like that she has the title card in the intro like that, that's different, right? That's just you wanting to find different ways that you can pull in from others, but then make it your own. But don't worry about what everybody else is doing and forget about that perfectionism stuff because perfectionism sometimes holds us back from just wanting to put things out. And a lot of the people that you see out here are like killing it, they didn't start off being perfect. They just put things out and they're like, mm, let's just kind of see, you know what I mean? Like, and in the, and in the world of entrepreneurship, sometimes we're kind of told not to do that. Right. We're we're told, Hey, you should have a strategy. You have a plan. This and that. A lot of the people that are these big entrepreneurs now did not have a plan, didn't have a strategy, just kind of did something so well and consistent enough because they loved it and remembered that that was what it was at the forefront. And then just as soon as they were able to kind of figure out what exactly was sticking, then they're like, okay, so let's figure out what's sticking now and figure out how we can replicate that. And so that's exactly what you have to do as a creator. That's exactly what you have to do as a business owner. Put the videos out, see what people are gravitating towards. And then if people aren't gravitating, then go back in the lab and figure it out. Or if people are, then continue to keep making that content. And if it's, it doesn't always have to be this perfect video every single time. Sometimes the videos that aren't perfect and that have a little bit of the things in here and there are the things that people love because it makes you feel like an imperfect person. And that's what people relate to. People don't relate to perfectionism. So yeah. Yeah. And also like there's so many business owners, there's so many people in the marketing space right now. It's such a saturated industry. And so if you really want to stand out, like you, you kind of have to go your own route and not copy what's popular or like I don't know, just show your personality because that's the best thing that's going to help you stand out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you are your... I, I heard the phrase from somewhere, but it was like, you are your best like selling aspect or you're your best, you know, customer, whatever the term is, but pretty much it's like, you are it. So however you want to show up, however you want to sell, that's on you. And that's what people are going to relate to. People aren't going to relate to you acting like Gary Vee or like Vanessa Lau or like anything like that. People are just going to relate to you because that's just who you are and that's how you show up. And so just keep doing that. You know what I mean? Like nobody got anywhere, no, nobody got anywhere fast or or better because they were playing and, you know, playing the same as somebody else. They were just themselves and they just consistently kept doing that. Yeah, exactly. So with Instagram, like adopting reels with YouTube continuing to be this mega influence thing, where do you think the future of video is going to go in marketing in the future? Yeah, I definitely think the world of live video will continue. I think live video has kind of just taken off and I think more companies are realizing that people are looking for like real experiences and you can't get any more real than an actual live video, seeing all the things come together. Um, with Instagram Reels being a very popular thing, the world of very short form video as well too. So making videos within 15 seconds, I know they just upped their limit to 30 seconds now. So that's new. Everybody's kind of like, oh my God, this is so amazing. But again, like very short form video, I think, if Instagram, again, has been the leader in a lot of this, um, if they're telling you anything, it's like, look, people want to see videos, but they don't want to sit around for like 60 second videos or like anything longer. They want their content short and sweet. So you need to be able to deliver that in a short and sweet kind of way. So live video, short form video, um, I think even just like 
influencers and that and marketing and whatnot that's going to continue right like lots more brands are going to be investing into people in this space especially like more of the micro influencers as well too not necessarily the big guys but the ones that are a little bit more you know they have the community but they've got something smaller as well too because again people are looking for real genuine connection and a lot of these people who you know get big sometimes they lose touch of kind of like I don't say reality, but they lose touch about, you know, kind of what they kind of went into it for. And that's, that's okay. They, they, they're making their money. They're doing what they got to do. But I think the more smaller that you are, the more, the more that you have an opportunity to really like cultivate your own community. I think that's what brands and companies are really going to gravitate towards. And if you're able also to do that on video too, then you're pretty much like, hitting it all you're like hitting everything that the brand necessarily wants and um i think that's i mean there's probably tons more like short form video live video more like micro influencers doing videos well too um yeah that's all i can think about right now but there's probably just going to be like tons and tons of more and tons and tons of more i hope they also oh, like more options like zoom like other than zoom come out hopefully like for this type of video conferencing um i mean zoom if you're listening to this you're great but you know we just want more options we want more options <laughs> yeah there's definitely going to be way more video options in the future i think yes for sure and then my last question for you um for people who really struggle sounding authentic or feeling comfortable on camera what advice would you give them beyond just posting your first video? Yeah, I would say, honestly, just because I don't want to say beyond that. My, I would give even just like a tip as well, too. Like, watch your videos like over and like watch your videos and like study them. Like before you post them, before you edit them or anything, or you maybe even after edit, like just look at your videos, watch them with the sound off, really get comfortable with seeing yourself on camera, hearing yourself, all of that, because there's a level of knowing like what people are going to gravitate towards because of also you consuming it, right? If you're somebody who just kind of films your videos, but like never watches them back or never hears them or even just kind of see how everything's going, like you're just going to put something out because you're just putting it out for the sake of, you're like, oh, I want to get it away from me. Uh. But it's like, you need to be fully invested in all the moving parts of the content that you put out because you once you put it out there, it's out. It's out for people to say whatever they want to say. It's for it's out there for people to critique, not critique. So get really comfortable with like being a part, like seeing all the parts of your video, hearing all your parts of your video as well too. Watch your videos with the sound off. See if you even are intriguing with the sound. Because a lot of people, again, are watching their videos with the sound off. See if that's even an intriguing video. And if you're, if you're looking at it, you're like, mm, this kind of seems all over the place or this doesn't necessarily fit the vibe of where I would even want to go, then don't put it out. <laughs> don't put it out don't feel like you have to do it for the sake of that fear I think comes from like you not knowing what people are going to like say and so knowing that you're in control of the message know that you're in control of the visual as well too honestly the entire time the way that people consume it everything like I'm so keen on how my videos come out like to the point where if I feel like it's not strong or it doesn't fit wherever it goes like fits whatever I'm the, the vision that I have for it I won't put it out and I don't like putting out anything for the sake of and I think people who are getting into the world of video if you're afraid of maybe how people are going to judge it or if people are going to so people will right they are going to judge your video they will comment they will not comment right they're going to do all the things but 
again, you are in control of that entire thing. You're in control if you add your captions. You're in control if you make sure that it's sized well. You're in control if you add, you you know you edit jump cut style and you want to you know do close up or far away. So you are in control of that entire process. Once it's out there, it's out there. But you know that you put your best foot forward like from the very beginning. So whatever people say. It's whatever people say, but you love it. You love the video. You thought it was great. Cause we always, you know that, you know that feeling, right? Where you put your heart and soul into something and then you put it out there and like nothing. And you're like, damn, that sucks. <laughs> Cause I spent so much time on that. But at the end of the day, I love the video. I thought it was a really great video. So I'm still going to put it out. I still stand behind it. And so the more that you keep doing that, the more whatever fear that you have of creating, filming, editing, all of that will slowly go away because you're just doing it out of a place of passion versus what everybody's going to think, what everybody's going to judge because they're going to judge it anyway. They're going to judge it anyway. They're going to see it anyway. They're all that. So you can't control what other people are doing. You can control yourself and how the message is from inception, like from the beginning. But after it's out there, it's out there. You deal with it. Yeah, you try again. Yeah, I think it's such a fine line between being happy with it, something and like trying to perfect it. And I think it's just like, you have to you have to be happy with the vision and then everything else is out of your control and it's never going to be perfect, especially if never. you're just starting out. Sometimes even like, I, there's times where I was like, ooh, that like clip isn't cutting properly or I'm cutting in between and it's just like, and I know like, oh my God, this is like so janky. I don't know what to do, but it's like, I'm like, there's no other way. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm just gonna, I'm gonna forget it. I'm gonna put it out. It is what it is. I, I can't do all the things. So again, that just comes from a place of just being super comfortable with like my ability to be, to show up and all that. And again, if I make that mistake, then I just know next time when I film, I'm like, okay, I don't want to make that mistake again. I just got to go back, film this perfectly. And then, you know, all that. But again, once it's out, it's out that fear of like if people are going to like it or not it's social media people are consuming tons of videos all the time so just remember why you're doing it in the first place like remember your passion remember why you created it and know that anything could happen so yeah that fear slowly but surely will start to dwindle when you realize like I can't I like the video so if people didn't like it oh well we try again we go back to the drawing board exactly well this was awesome thank you so yeah. much for being on my podcast Nia where can thank you people, for having me yeah of course where can people find you online yeah people can find me on instagram at social media agency you can find me on my website sociallysavvy.com um and of course if you wanted to also find me on where else am i on i have a twitter but like i don't use twitter <laughs> linkedin you can also find me on linkedin as well too let's build those connections of course and um yeah i am always on ig i love it i'm there slide into my dms let's have a conversation send me a gif or two i'm like all about the gif so uh, yeah I'm watching out for your gift game guys perfect all right so I'll also post all of those links in the show notes so that anyone listening can find you and ask you any questions or send their favorite gif and yes. thanks again Nia for being here thank you Shania this has been awesome you just finished listening to an episode of the confidence creators podcast I really hope you found it valuable and you got some information that you can take away to start building a profitable business if you like this episode, it would mean so much to me if you could take the time to subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already and share it with your friends on social media so this message can reach hundreds of other ambitious entrepreneurs. While you wait for the next episode, you can find me hanging out at shaniaclark.co on Instagram. Until then, thank you so much for listening and I will see you in the next episode.